0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Breaking Western Podcast. We are now in episode one of season two, which is Western influencers. Not just the people that are influencing your fashion, but influencing the industry as a whole. Our first guest today is somebody we are so excited to talk to. She is a... um, Largely followed woman. We're talking 129,000 followers on Instagram. She is the owner of Lil B's Bohemian. We're talking to Kelly
1: Tracy. Kelly, how are you? I am good. I'm so glad to be a part of this. I can't thank y'all
0: enough. Oh my gosh. We are stoked. It's literally the pleasure is all All ours. ours. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelly, tell us um, what is Western fashion Like, to you. What does it mean?
1: Well, you know, I think any type of fashion, not just Western fashion, I I believe that it's what we wear. You know, what we put on our bodies, what we wear, how we put our outfits together, it really tells a story of who we are. Mm -hmm. uh, Who we are as a person. Or, you know, a lot of times it tells us a story of who we want to be. I mean, there's so many people out there that are striving to be a certain way. And I think that they can, you know tell their story through fashion, you know, get out, get their point across a lot of times through what they're wearing.
0: Well, that's so good. Cause it is conversational really when you yeah. wear pieces that you love and you can really communicate through.
2: Angela and I talk yeah. about that all the time that like, um, I don't think we always think of it this way, but y- your clothing communicates something about you right away to someone else. Mm. And think of all the times that you wear something and someone looks at you and they're like, oh, that's so you, you know? It's like, well, what does that mean, you know?
1: Exactly. No, I completely agree. And I think, you know, back to the Western part, um, I I really think that there's a lot of, I guess, wannabe cowgirls, I guess you could say, out there. I mean, me being the the main ringleader, I'm a total wannabe cowgirl. (laughs) I mean, I've never wanted to be a cowgirl so bad in my whole damn life right now, Um, but I'm not, you know? I I never grew up on a ranch. I don't ride horses. I didn't grow up rodeoing, you know? I mean, but luckily, my love for the style and, you know, I didn't... You know, my love for the style, I pretty much got kidnapped. I got kidnapped (laughs) by the cowgirls, mostly in Texas, and then I kind of evolved (laughs) to other states, and, like, thank God that happened.
0: I think it's funny, too, how much, like... There's this pressure of being somebody when it comes to Western fashion in order to wear it. Because how many of us wear GD boat shoes and don't own a GD boat? Oh, I mean, come yeah. on. Like, Most there, definitely. Yeah. There is like this big pressure that other, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily the, exist
2: in other industries.
0: No. No. <laughs> like how many things get borrowed and stolen from other countries, other cultures, other, you know, whatever. And it's just second nature but so yeah. then, oh, oh
1: totally Kelly. totally everyone's ripping off everyone else so. yes yeah and absolutely. Trying, to, trying to claim it as their own like they're the they're one that invented the wheel but <laughs> yeah I guarantee yeah. somebody was there before you that invented it
2: so <laughs> well then Kelly how did you get into western fashion then if this isn't something that you like grew she up was around kidnapped
1: Abby well yeah. tell us oh, more yeah, tell us oh, more oh. about that fateful day <laughs> well I've always loved you know, Bohemian cowgirl style, you know, subconsciously, I didn't really even realize that I was doing it. I mean, I grew up in Daytona Beach, Florida. Mm. You know, all I ever knew was coastal surfers. Like, it was only cool to be a surfer in high school, you know? And, <laughs> I mean, looking back, I remember looking back in high school and there was like all, you know, you have all your groups. You've got the the grungies, the, the stoners, the nerds, you've got the hicks. I was like a jock like, prep, you know, I, I wasn't a total, I wasn't into fashion until, like, later in life, but looking back on it now, I, I say this all the time, I was like, man, if I could have just hung out with the Hicks, because those were some badass people, like, they, you know, they would show up with their fishing shirts, their Guy Harvey shit, and their, like, big old belt buckles, and I just thought that they were totally like, where do these people come from? But I'm thinking, like, those were the people that knew what the fuck was up, like, they just, like... <laughs> that's
0: amazing so at what point did it kind of become your thing
1: so I um spent a lot of time out in California I like I said I grew up in Daytona Beach I went to college I mean I've kind of been all over the place went to college in Wisconsin oh um and then out to California and that's kind of when I really I guess found myself out there I just I felt really free I just I just loved it out there and I kind of incorporated the whole bohemian hippie style um you know with you know the fringe and the the suede which now mind you all the surf companies like billabong and rip curl and all of them are now doing western i don't know if you guys Mm -hmm. noticed that but yeah yeah.
2: they're all
1: doing the aztec prints all doing the the french so i think it's coming full circle but i've always had like a bohemian cowgirl style you know a little bit of rock and roll um i mean i used to bartend bike week rallies so I've always incorporated like like yeah you didn't know that about me did you
2: amazing <laughs> oh
1: I've done so many roles in I did not way. but I'm so
2: happy to learn <laughs>
1: yes but I've always uh, I mean just mixed it like hippie cowgirl rock and roll surfer cowgirl like bohemian style I mean it's just kind of worked for me That's... and then when I lost my job four years ago I had this huge corporate job that I moved from California to Boca Raton Florida for A lot. They laid me off because they didn't want to pay my salary anymore. I legit started my company the next day. I'm like, I'm starting a (laughs) boutique, and I seriously like pulled stuff out of my closet and started selling it. Wow. Um. Yeah, because when I was in California, like I had, to survive out there because it's so expensive, I have I had like a little eBay side hustle going. Now this was before Poshmark was ever a thing. So (laughs) I would go to thrift shops and like buy you know, cool stuff and like resell it. And I was, I was like banking like a thousand bucks a week on doing that shit. Damn, so, like, you, like, Damn you're girl. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well now Poshmark is like blowing everyone out the water with that resale shit. So yeah. I mean yeah. more power to them, but yeah, that's kind of how I got started. I mean, that's how I learned how to do all the shipping and everything. And I just, I just kind of started with my own style. I mean, that. I think that's why I've become so successful. I don't want to say so successful, but I've become... Oh, you
2: can say that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I've become, you know, where I'm at today, I think, because I stay true to my style. I don't I don't sell anything. There's nothing on my website that I wouldn't personally wear myself.
2: Oh, that's so important. We've talked about yeah. that with so many people. That, like, that's the cornerstone, really, to a lot of this success is just, like, being yourself.
0: For no other reason that like you are stuck with it if you can't sell it yep <laughs>
1: yeah it's yeah true to yourself i mean i i try to tell other boutique owners out there that struggle is like why are you selling this shit like you wouldn't even wear that would you would you wear those sequin shoes no you mm. wouldn't wear those shoes so why are you selling them yeah oh, yeah
2: Yep. Damn. so true damn so, where does, your, where does your name come from in all of this? What's, what's the little bees all
1: about? <laughs> this is hilarious story. So, I was dating Clint. Like, he's now my husband. We've been together for six years. But when I came on the scene six years ago, you know, he was recently divorced and so was I. We've been, both been married before. And he had, I guess, baggage, I guess you could say, like two children and a next wife. <laughs> Which, you know, it, it was a struggle in the beginning, but we we're making yeah. it, you know, blended families are always you know they're not they're not the easiest Mm -hmm. yeah but his uh he had a little girl and a little boy I think the son was 11 at the time and Lexi um his daughter was 10 and I always called her like she could be the my best friend or she could be a total fucking bitch (laughs) like So I only no, gave the her the nickname. I gave her the nickname Lil B, like L I L B, and she didn't know. Like I, she didn't get it at the time because I was like, "Hey Lil B, hey Little B," and she just thought like I was. She was my best friend, and I was like, "No, you're, you're not. You're being a little bee, right?" Now. So, and then so that kind of incorporated into the name. Like, and I've always loved bees, and then being out in California for so long, that really, um, you know. Put the bee obsession I more solid because we need bees to survive. Oh, the yes, world needs priest. bees, And everyone's like on fire for bees out in California. Like, I don't, there, no one cares about them here in Florida, but out in California, it's like, you got to protect the bees out there. And the whole bohemian, like, I went through this, you know, a bohemian style phase for, oh, I still going, still going through it, I guess you could say. Um, and I just kind of, put all the words together and I'm like Lil B's bohemian this is great Dang. and it's you know now looking back like I didn't realize how, how difficult it was going to be to like when you're dealing with vendors or dealing with anyone over the phone or like having to spell out your name like when you say Lil B's like yeah. everyone thinks it's L-I-T-T-L-E right? and yeah. I'm like no it's Lil, Lil, like Lil <laughs> like Lil Wayne come on Lil Wayne whoa so yeah that's how the name came about I mean I it and it it's actually a really rad name I mean I I just got it registered uh copyrighted and everything all those jazz and that took me about two years I had to fight with the Chinese company to like get my name
0: damn Um, but
1: luckily I had an amazing lawyer a second I had to hire a second lawyer to get that but wow stoked
0: (laughs) wow that's so cool um, I just love always hearing like people's background story on stuff too because like you would just think that I don't know not that that came from like a random name generator but like I feel like a lot of boutiques do mm-hmm. it's like pick yeah. a color They're like um, pick an object boutique wandering
2: I know desert combine it's
1: almost like a lot of these pop up boutiques that have started and I'm not hating on or anything but I almost feel like it's you know those memes where you pick like what month were you born? Yes. That's, that's the word there you get, is. and then like day of the month, and that's the other word you get, and then like what's your favorite color, and then that's the word you get, like those three words are now your boutique name. I,
0: <laughs> I think they do that with stripper names too, don't they? Oh
1: yeah, love me some strippers. <laughs> I grew up in Daytona Beach, but I was always too fat to be a stripper, but I, I, a, lot of, a lot of my best friends were strippers that's another thing like that was in, when I was in my early 20s I was like I'm gonna make their outfits I'm buying a sewing uh, machine and these bitches here they need some new outfits because this shit ain't working for me like <laughs>
2: that's like basically me and Angela's relationship
0: I'd like to <laughs> clarify that I'm also
2: not a super. I, I make yeah. all of her stage clothes <laughs> you can decide the stage <laughs> now,
1: I spent a lot of time at lollipops in Daytona Beach in my 20s and I don't even think it's there anymore but I, I loved it I had the best time of my life <laughs>
0: this Incredible. is amazing this is amazing uh so let's switch gears a little bit now that now that we've got that out there um so you're building this business we're about four to six years back you're starting to build what we now see as like your brand and your brand's influence on the community that it's in so to you what is being an influencer or a person that has influence
1: you know, I mean, I'm going to just talk about influencers first. Um, you know, I can tell you that Little Bees would not be where it is today without the brand reps and the, the, the fashion influencers. And I almost think, like, when I first started, like, there wasn't really fashion influencers. At least I didn't know who they were or notice them. I think these ladies, you know, started out as repping, like brand repping, and then they've kind of evolved into these influencers, Mm-hmm. Um, you know as time go the more posts you make and all this and then the more uh, the more boutiques you work with I mean and I think it's kind of like a domino effect because you know let's say in the beginning I had you know I've had basically my reps have been with me since the very beginning and they all started out as customers and mm-hmm. I've seen them grow like grow as fashion influencers because other boutiques are reaching out to them seeing their photos like on my page or whoever's page it's like oh, I want to work with her too. She looks great in that. I need her on my page because she's selling like crazy for these other girls. So I think it's, you know, it's kind of like a trickling effect to where now we're all working with the same people, which can be very challenging at times. And I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being an influencer, like, is is not easy. I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there, but there's also a lot of green ones out there that don't truly know what they're doing or like what they're supposed to be doing I mean you know they need to be aware of what is being requested from a boutique um I mean there's a lot to know yeah
0: and I think this is really why we we wanted to bring you on and then we had a conversation yesterday about these kind of things and we were like oh my god she is the perfect kickoff to the season because we actually had a lot of great feedback last season on how people that were wanting to get. So last season, um, was all makers. So people that were wanting to get into making product would listen to our podcast kind of as a, how to from like these big brothers and sisters that we interview that are like giving them this tutorial of how to do this successfully. And I think this is like, if you're wanting to be a brand rep, brand ambassador, influencer, fashion influencer, whatever, Like, this is the episode for you because we're going to spill some tea about how to do it right and see it from the side of the business person because you have more than a free romper on the line when you're a business person, Mm -hmm. um, like, trusting someone. So
1: Like, to me, your role as an influencer is to sell the product you're getting pay yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Like, your role as an influencer is not to look, like, crazy with your high flip or flips. Like, it's not about that, <laughs> okay? It's not about getting free stuff. I mean, mm. it's, it's, you know, you really need to care about the boutique and the company you're, you're going into a partnership or a collab with. Um, You've got to have full disclosure on both ends, like, what the expectations are. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, I, I've come into, like, a lot of sticky situations, like, working with some influencers, um, it, you know, and it just resulted in some petty shit, man. Mm.
2: Well, yeah, because like Angela said, it's so much more than just like a free piece of clothing. And I feel like yeah. it can be really easy to forget that you're entering into a business a partnership here and yeah. there's, there are expectations on both sides.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, let's be real here. If if somebody, okay, I know I can't speak for other boutique owners, but I can pretty much bet a lot of money that they're thinking the same thing I'm thinking. not gonna send an influencer an item that's flying off the shelf i'm sending Mm -hmm, an influencer a turd okay that i need help polishing yes and i for some reason i can't sell it i've tried everything i put it on you know certain people i've tried it on myself i can't get it to sell but if you were to send it out to a popular influencer everyone who wants to be this person who like idolizes this person they're going to buy it just to buy it, just to try to be like them. I yeah. mean, let's just face it. Yes.
0: It kind of. Reminds- and I don't
1: think all of influencers out there get that. I don't, I think they just, I don't know what they think, but it's, it, I can't tell you how many times I've sent an item out and I just get shit back and I can't even use it. And it's just, you know, like, for example, sending a pair of jeans out and then the photo that comes back or the photo that they post on their, instagram or their social medias because that's really what i'm looking for the extra exposure because all their followers are Mm going to be looking at this to see where they've gotten it from they're sitting down you can't even see the damn jeans i mean like that doesn't (laughs) do anything (laughs) oh my
0: gosh yeah and i feel like they kind of forget at least for i know like when we because abby and i went to high school together so i can remember sitting in the library flipping through like 17 magazine and what are the actresses wearing and what's the cool new thing and if if vanessa hudgens who was big at the time hello high school musical um (laughs) if she was wearing something but you can't even see what the product is and it's not linked in 17 magazine nobody's going to matter anywhere to buy it Mm -hmm. like it doesn't even matter (laughs) exactly
1: no for and back then i mean i don't know how old you guys are but i'm i'm just turned 39 and i remember the same 17 magazine yes mm-hmm. and if we didn't have phones to where we could be like, Oh my no. god, let's just click the link and we can buy it online. Yes. You know? We yes. actually had to go to the damn store, like get our yes. moms to take us to some tempo casual <laughs> or wet or whatever it was back then.
0: Like, <laughs> to go to a mall. Go to the mall yeah, and you buy yeah. the store. <laughs>
1: like and it was like the big it was a big deal to go to the mall. Like I yeah. loved the mall
2: same now I hate
1: the ball I can't even get (laughs) me to the ball like
2: yeah but too, like, what a powerful tool then that that both influencers and you as a business have at your fingertips to be able to showcase like these products and yourself and Mm -hmm. have them be just to click away yes
1: yeah it is and like I said I don't think actually I know I know that little bees wouldn't be as popular if I didn't have that in the beginning I mean I started out with some badass reps um, I mean, Taylor Nobles is one of my reps. She's been with me since the very, very beginning. Um, you know, back in, the, like, when I very first started, my very first rep was Tracy, and now she started her own boutique, um, you know. And I think she was just, like, one of the first. She was so popular. Like, people would just use the code, and they didn't even, they just knew that her Tracy 10 or whatever was the code, and they could save money, and they didn't even, like, know the girl or like follow her whenever she goes up they just saw it from other
0: posts it was just it was just the craziest thing yeah well it's definitely a a recognition and then it becomes kind of this loyalty too um so can you talk a little bit about like how you started building a loyalty with your specific boutique because I know we were talking yesterday about like how everybody kind of has the same vendors for the most part that they're buying from and wholesaling from so how do you build a specific you know, your brand and then your loyalty.
1: So I struggled with this in the beginning because, you know, like like you said, we're all selling the same exact stuff, you know, just, just styling it in a different way. I mean, things that I've had issues with in the past is, you know, other boutique owners are reaching out to, you know, my rep or what they're wearing um, just to ask, like, what the brand is. Like, hey, what's the brand of those pants you're wearing? Um, and then they just being, like, Green. They would be like, "Oh, they're from this place. Like they're from this mm. wholesale." And so that mm. other boutique owner would go out and buy the same pants, and then ask to use the photo from oh, like the photo that no. I was using. You know,
0: I'm cringing right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like it's just, <laughs> it just doesn't. I mean, it's, it's and itchy. it still goes on. I mean, this happens all the time. And then, and I just I just think there's a lot of miscommunication. Um, and so now how I've resolved that is we have our own brand now. Like, uh, you know, we, we have luckily after four years, we're now manufacturing our own ship.
2: Hell
1: yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I mean, I literally can go to pick out fabrics and I'm like, here's what I want. This is how I want it made. And I'd like, you know, X amount of pieces of this. Um, you know, and there's, you know, there's other things where I buy, of course we all buy off the same, but we go to market, you know, right. Dallas market or LA market. I mean, we're all, we're all talking to the same vendors. But I think having my own little piece Bohemian um, brand, like, my own tags, like, like in the clothing has really helped with that. Yeah. Um, And just basically being upfront and honest with your reps. I mean, you got to let them know, hey, this is what's happening, and, you know, you got to look out for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I think in their eyes, they're like, oh, this is, like, another brand that I really like, and they're asking me for a favor. So I'm going to give them a favor and not even... Mm -hmm really thinking about like how that fucks yeah. someone else over right
1: <laughs> yeah and I mean advice to other boutique owners out there I mean a lot of times like I don't know you know I have a, a rep that I'm working with or an influencer and I've sent an item out they go do their photo shoot that they've got scheduled like so more times than not you I get like hundreds of messages a day hi I have a photo shoot coming up would you like to collab would you like to send anything for my photo shoot and now I get to the point where I'm just like, I can't even go through them all. I mean, I've got my, I've got about 25 reps or actually I probably have more than that now where I, my priority is to them. Like my loyalty is to my reps who are actually working for me day in to day out. I'm going to send my stuff to them first. I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving free shit out anymore. Like I did that in the beginning, but you know, I learned the hard way. Um, cause then, that, you know, once you get your photo back and you realize that this person has tagged like six minimum six to 15 other boutiques because they're wearing a bracelet from this place shoes from this place, shorts from this place a hat from this place it's so confusing and it's just ridiculous, like we, there's nothing we can do with that, but you know back to my point, like for the other boutique owners out there if you see me posting a photo and I don't tag you, like why are you getting offended, I'm not going to tag you on my post like that's, I'm selling my shit right Yeah. Know? right Yeah.
2: well and that, I mean that just feels kind of Kind of like common sense, dare I say.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, I have had it happen. I have had it happen. Like, there are some total, like, some ruthless women out there. Like, they are just petty as fuck.
0: <laughs> New shirt idea. Yeah. You're a <laughs> petty as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need backup. No, we need
2: that. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> Put my tag on it. Like, driving around in their pedicopter. Like, seriously, oh, taking seat, bitches. Pedicopter. Oh
2: shit. So then so Kelly, let's talk more about that though, because I feel like that's that is kind of a common mistake that maybe new or like young influencers are making. By young I just mean like people who are who are just trying agree, to yeah. get into this green, yeah. That yeah. they and it makes sense, you know, you're trying you're trying to get bang for your buck when you're working with a photographer, maybe right. Or um, it's just, like, more practical for them that they put all of these products together in a single photo. Or they think it looks, you know, cuter to to style it that way and to curate all of these items. But, like, what does that... What happens on your end when you get that image back?
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, I I, I get why they do it. I do, but... To me, it's kind of lazy. I mean, if mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying to get all your stuff done in one photo, I think that's pretty lazy, I'm, I'm, in my opinion. Mm. You know, you get 10 items from 10 different boutiques. Like, why the hell would you wear all 10 items in one photo just to be done with it so you don't have to do more photos? Like, that's mm-hmm. the way that I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. more chances than not, like, if I'm going to send you an item and you're like, okay, well, you know, let's talk about this. How are you going to style it? Like, I, mean, I would send you multiple items just so I could get – monopolize the photo to where I don't mm. have because here's what happens and this is what customers they don't get it like they look at a photo and they're going to pick out it happens all the time they're going to pick out the item that you don't have i need those <laughs> shoes where do i find those <laughs> shoes and they don't care about anything else that you're selling in the photo but the shoes and I can't get the shoes because old girl over there has the shoes. So now I have to give up, you know, I have to give up. Oh, that's with them. And then, then you lose a potential customer, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And when we have customers coming in, I'm not, I'm not like worried about sales or whatever, but I guess the moral of the story is, is like, I want to keep it majority my brand when it comes to collabing. Oh, that
0: totally
1: makes sense. I mean, and I think, and like, if I could give any advice to influencers out there, like, just know that, like, Mm. Your photo with, you know, 10 different boutiques in it really isn't helping anyone. Mm, yeah. It's only helping your, themselves. Like, it's only, I mean, it's right. only building up their own followers, but they're really not, they could give a shit about the boutiques they're working with. Because if they did, they wouldn't be doing that.
2: Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a common, maybe, mistake that is easy to make in this like instagram or media driven world is that you're just trying to take like a really cute photo of yourself mm-hmm. and so yes. you're putting all of these it's about products me. yeah p- products together that you th- that you think look the best without remembering to highlight the product you've been sent
1: yeah exactly completely agree mm-hmm. yes so, yeah mixing up brands is tough and i and i i know i'm not the only one that feels this way i mean but, yeah, I could. I mean, I could see if you're a couple boutiques going in and paying for a photo shoot and you're hiring or having girls come and you, you guys are all working together and you're sending, you know, like I do this all the time. I mean, I when I do a, a photo shoot, I'll only pick, like, heritage style for the jewelry or I'll only pick, like, hippie cowgirl hippie couture or something. Mm-hmm. I won't mix those two. I would never put both of their jewelry in my photo shoot because that's just... Mm. that's just an asshole move you just don't do that
0: yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense it just makes sense not something that you think about though no like
1: yeah same with hats like if you're gonna wear uh-huh. hats in your shoot you only have one brand of hats you don't have two different or three different you know you don't have your charlie one and you don't have your other like it's just it's not cool yeah, Damn. and that makes so Damn. much sense because
2: then, like, of course, for all these people who are looking to get noticed by a, a brand or repost it, yeah, they're not going to yeah. repost something with their direct competition Absolutely standing right, right next to I it. can't. No, yeah.
1: no you're not going to. I mean, yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh,
2: so God, I'm like, so I'm, I'm like, my and I are both looking at We're each other like, like huh? huh. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think people think about it. I mean, but I mean it's just something that it just causes conflict and it's just not good.
2: And again that comes back to that idea of loyalty, right? Like you have loyalty yes. from your customers, but also you really need a specific level of loyalty from your brand reps or from the people that that you're kind of bringing on as influencers in your circle.
1: I completely agree. And you, but loyalty can also be a bad thing because Then you get those folks that only want to buy from you, and they'll literally, I get people sending me screenshots of other boutique stuff, like, hey, can you get this item for me? Can you get this dress? I'd really rather buying it from you. Like, dude, I'm totally flattered, but I think that's, I just can't, I can't, I can't go buy this just because, you know, you want it, like, go buy it from them, like, support that other company, like, I just, I mean, it just, or like, graphic tees is a huge one, and I know Mm -hmm. that this kind of falls in line with the, the makers, but... You know, these graphic tea artists or companies are coming out with stuff. Becca struggles with this all the time. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, copying. Like, you how many screen? oh, can you make this tea for me? Like, I I want this tea, but can you do it because I can get it cheaper from you? Like, that's totally fucked up. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Buy from the original person.
0: I know we talked about that, like, with Misty, too, with Spoiled Cowgirls, like, custom, you know, silverwork jewelry type stuff of like screenshots of another maker's work yeah taking it to them and being like can you recreate this can you do this for me no "No, I'm an artist (laughs) you know
1: and I was I've been guilty of it but before I knew any of this in the beginning like I'm sure I did the same shit but now I've like been trained and coached and learned the hard way but now I get it I mean yeah you know and a lot of people just don't know and it's you Know not their fault, but I just you just have to coach them along the way, yeah. They all learn,
0: it's the know better, do better, mm-hmm. and we're all just trying to yeah. learn,
2: yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. like you said, this industry can be so cutthroat sometimes that yeah. there's not always a lot of room to make those learning mistakes, yeah. Cost <laughs> so yeah. a lot of money, yeah. People kind of come for you, so
1: <laughs> it really is cutthroat. I mean, it, it's, it's not easy, and you know, I got to give props to all the other. You know, boutiques out there like grinding like a daily grind. I mean, I never stop working. I'm always mm-hmm. doing something on my phone. I pretty much don't have a life. Even when I go on vacation, it's all I'm doing.
0: Yeah, we feel
1: you. You're not never I'm, I'm not complaining. No. Like, I'm, I'm addicted. Like, I've been totally addicted <laughs> to my job.
0: It's my drug. I'm fine. I'm, um, yeah, like, fine. Fine. So, what are some uh, maybe specifics that you like? To look for when it comes to influencers, their photography, or even photographers. Um, when
1: um, so, like I said before, you know, all of our brand reps pretty much came from our customers. I mean, I really never brought on a brand rep that doesn't hasn't any hasn't bought anything from me before, and I get this emails all day long, messages, how do I become a brand rep? How do I become a brand rep? And I'm like, okay, send me some photos of you wearing Little B's clothing. Oh, I don't have anything. Like, then how, why the fuck do you want to be a brand rep for Little B's Bohemian? Like, I just don't understand. Like, that's I mean, so you know important. It? You never shop with me. Yeah, My I mean, product like, well, could I'm, be shit. I, I mean, what? I don't get it. <laughs> well, too, that's so another one of
2: those I, things that feels so common sense. Like, why would you ask somebody for yeah. something free from their business if you've never purchased anything from them yeah, before
1: that's all it is. Right. i mean that's all it is so every one of my brands started out as a, a killer customer and you know they brand wrapped without even being asked to brand wrap i mean they kept constantly posting photos of themselves in the clothing tagging me i mean i could see like the the um activity coming back i mean so much engagement from these posts and if i were to repost it on my photo um, on my instagram getting like two three thousand likes for one of those photos I'm like okay obviously our followers like this girl so let's go ahead and bring her on as a brand rep. (laughs) yeah um, but I don't know if I answered your question
0: yeah um so let's go into photography a little bit I know we touched on this yesterday um is there anything specific that you I mean do you even talk to the photographer for the most part it's more on the influencer side right
1: oh well lately i've had to start talking to them because uh-huh. i've come into some situations with the photographers and i think that a lot of times when you when these ladies even myself i mean it's very gray when you go you know unless you have a good photographer that's you know fully disclosed everything but i mean it's kind of a gray area you're just so excited about your photo shoot and then you go and then you're only getting like 50 photos for the money and then you don't have the right to the photos and then it's mm. so confusing at the end and then it causes like all this conflict like you're not allowed to post on your instagram you're not allowed to post on a website you have to pay a hundred dollars per photo if you want to mm. do that like it's Woof. it's the most bizarre bullshit some of these photographers out there are just whacked like i just think they need to just take a look at themselves and realize that <laughs> not everyone gets it i mean everybody's different like can we just get a streamlined program here you know I mean I've gotten in trouble with the photographer like sh- there was one that was so pissed off that I put the photos on my website like I had no idea and I guess it's my fault for like why should I have to reach out to the ph- photographer I mean you the photographer and the the rep went into a, an agreement together like the rep paid for the shoot like I have nothing to do with this the mm-hmm, rep should be right. able to do whatever the fuck she wants to do with the photos in my opinion right yeah but man that lady got dick bitten sideways I could not even believe the shit I mean she was like so I'm traumatized from this so now so now I'm like scared to post anything so I have to like reach out which is time that I don't have to reach out to the photographer Uh and be like is it okay if I use your photo on my website as long as I tag you (laughs) whatever man
2: that's so true, though. And that's so hard. That's another thing I think that's so important for these these green brand reps or influencers to consider when they're working right. with a photographer. Like this is something that they need to work out on their end because it's not yeah. the responsibility of the the business owner. To, to mediate that Because they're paying
0: right. a business owner is paying for product photos. Mm-hmm. And if they can't Correct. have access to the product photos, then what are you then doing? Then what are you doing, influencer <laughs> yeah <A>? Right, <laughs>
2: you know, the key
1: word there is product photos. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yes. the key word. I mean, the thing is, is like a lot of these photographers, I don't think they get it. I don't think they get that they're actually shooting the photos to accentuate the merchandise, not the person. We want to yeah. see the merchandise, yeah. okay? Yep. Yeah, I don't care if she's doing her hair flipped and she's like got a back bend with her leg up on the damn wall like I don't give a <laughs> shit I just, just get the back pocket detailing of the jeans okay
2: <laughs> amazing
0: <laughs> again a common sense thing that just doesn't maybe translate yeah,
1: <laughs> but yeah. and you know the wraps like now I've just learned I mean I guess you evolve and you learn but now I ask okay how did this go down what else have you shot with these photos are we allowed to use these photos like can I, can we post them on the website I mean there's some there's some photographers that are just so strict like you're not even allowed to like I don't want to say like resize the photo but like to fit it into the Instagram oh, box like, like they don't even like if even. you clip off if you clip off, like, the bottom leg or something, like, to try to get it into the square, dude, they lose their shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> hard.
2: Because, again, hard. that's that's down to, like, this is a product photo and, and not necessarily about the artistic integrity of the image right, that the photographer right. produced.
1: And, I mean, I it's taken a lot of, like, a lot of people working with, but I finally found, like, Tyler McNeil. like, she is my photographer. Like, that's mm. the, pretty much the only person I'll use because she gets it she's like no we gotta sell the item like if you want right. to put it in a collage if you if I mean even like a simple collage like a three collage thing she's like that's fine other other photographers won't even let you put their photo in a collage yeah
0: that's well and it, at that point it's like it almost just takes a different kind of photographer like maybe they're right. just not cut out to be a product photographer because if you right. want to I mean I'm a songwriter and so like yes copyright it, is <laughs> big on my mind but it's like for some things you know if that's the nature of your photo shoot, then you need to be able to say to pivot a little bit what they are doing with this photo is like, you know, I'm the photographer and not the owner of this photo anymore. So like go exactly. And, be exactly.
1: and you would think, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like tweeting my own horn any here, but I mean the one lady that wanted a hundred dollars for me to, I would have to pay a hundred dollars to post the photo. Like she had literally like 900 followers and I'm like, okay, so don't you see value in me reposting your photo? flipping photo and, like, posting you, Yeah. I just, you well, know, I really, I have to respect my time and my work, I'm like, okay, I get it, so I'm not gonna post it at all, so, yeah, there goes that, right, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: and we, I mean, we all struggle with that, you know, as, yeah, of, <laughs> what's my time worth? What is this worth, that worth? But it's like, okay, sometimes you need to do things for your business to go forward too. Like you were talking about in the beginning, you know, you do send stuff to people for free as you're trying to get your name out there, get your product out there. And then as you go up and up, okay, now it's worth this to where if I can see certain photos and recognize who the photographer is, then sure, start charging.
1: Exactly. No, exactly. And you know, there's a lot of great photographers out there. I mean, I know that it's a, a really tough business, especially now with COVID and everything. I yes. mean, I know that they're struggling and I think that maybe they're kind of loosening up a little bit and letting, letting go of some of their, you know, uh, strict terms. <laughs> <laughs> for, <you know. laughs> Times are tough. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I guess advice I could give to influencers or brand reps out there is to, to have that difficult conversation before you step onto the, the runway for the shoot I mean mm-hmm. you need to ask those questions like does this money that I'm paying you include this like am I allowed to use these to do whatever I want with I mean yeah that's their that's their role that I have nothing yeah. to do with that that is that's the the influencers and some of them do a great job some of them have no idea what they're doing they think they're just there to look pretty mm-hmm. and you know
0: it really takes get a bunch a... of photos business mindset to be an influencer almost more than you know how you look whatever mm-hmm. but you know how can you pose to highlight this item how do you treat people on the back end of it do you just send out hey can you send me a free product <laughs> I mean yeah. how many of those messages do you get
1: a day I get so much yeah I, I, it's, it's annoying it's to the point where I don't even look at them anymore like mm-hmm. it, it, like can I collab you know oh I just I just my favorite Oh my god, I just found your boutique and I really love it. Everything is so cute and it's so me. Want to collab? <laughs> no, I don't want to collab. Who's turned into like Barbie there?
0: Amazing.
2: Want to play I a mean, game? Maybe.
1: I might collab, but I mean, show <laughs> me what you got first. Like, don't come at me with some, like, desperate pitch, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So then, Kelly, what would be, like, who would be the ideal new brand ambassador brand rep influencer who just like sneaks into your your inbox or like puts in a request on your website like what do they look like how do they present themselves to you
1: well it's a funny story because i see if i can find this email and this is a customer from us um, this is hilarious so okay this is funny and I literally, I read this like five times and I just laughed because it was so, it was so fucking hilarious and it was so humble and I'm like, okay, she's a rep, <laughs> like, She goes, good afternoon. This is the second time I've ordered from y'all. I've received my items today. I just want you to let you know that you're killing the game. (laughs) I would 100% buy your entire store if I was able to. I've had my own dreams of my own boutique because of my style variation, but you're nailing it, girl. I'm literally obsessed with every single thing I've gotten from you, and I absolutely cannot wait to go out and show it off. I'm checking Instagram daily for any openings on the rep team. Until I have my own boutique, and even when I do, I want to be a rep for y'all. And will apply and reapply until I get it. Again, mm. thanks for keeping what keep, Again, keep what you're doing, Queen. The, sh, the the shit's killer, and I'm obsessed. I love y'all, Samantha.
2: Aww. Okay, I love
1: you, Samantha. Shout I out. Her. I found Samantha, her I texted this girl, and I'm like, "Hey, you're on. You you win." <laughs> 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 so yeah, like that impresses me. Like somebody who's already buying from me and yeah. then I look at her Instagram and I already recognize her. Like she she bought a denim jumpsuit and she looked killer in it and she's already posting. I mean, like people that do it already without even asking, like, you know, they're already repping with whether they know it or not, those are the people I bring on.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And really, as far as buying stuff from boutiques, go, if you are an influencer and you love fashion that much, that is what you're spending your money on. Yeah. Is Agreed. buying more clothes, yeah. more jewelry. I
1: so agree. I, I so agree. And, you know, like I said, uh, most of our reps, you know, I just brought on maybe 10 brand new ones this past month, and they're awesome. I mean, they're already killing it. But the others that I had have been with me since the very beginning, and just to watch them evolve and they've really come a long way because you know they're not only working with me they're working with other stores and you know some of them have even created their own side hustle I mean I know Taylor I keep mentioning her name because she has been you know the OG I mean she's probably been with me the longest out of all of them she just has her eyelash line the fling falsies I mean she's doing her side thing but still she's repping posting stuff every day for little bees I mean she's totally loyal and I'm just so grateful I'm so grateful for our reps amazing
2: awesome. so yep. it sounds like make sure any of you out there who are looking to be a brand rep brand ambassador influencer that you're buying from boutiques first mm-hmm. you're already posting about it you're engaging with that business so that they are familiar like with your face and who you are um when you reach out to them be yourself yeah and be authentic yep. about it and if you then become a brand rep for them or an ambassador make sure that you're being clear with the people that you're working with and working for especially when it comes down to like photographers and who has rights to images and that again this is about the product this isn't about, <laughs> about you. this isn't about us <laughs> and how cute we look in the photos so
0: but you also better
2: look cute Maybe but you better <laughs> look cute cuz we don't want it if you know <laughs> yes yes oh I love it that was so
1: much good advice I guarantee other boutique owners they notice you if you're posting their shit on you and you're tagging them a lot they're gonna notice you and they're gonna be grateful well I would hope they'd be grateful I know I'm grateful yeah I mean and a lot of times like I love to repost their photos like our customer photos I mean I get so many and I just I hope I don't, like, hurt anyone's feelings because I can't possibly post all of them, you know? So now I've been trying to, like, send them to the stories or, you mm-hmm. know, and a lot of times some of the stuff's already sold out, so I can't repost it on the Instagram feed because that would be frustrating for people. Like, I need that. and I can't get to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, don't take offense to, you know, the reposting thing. But that's just amazing. Like, I just, I love it. I love it when I'll be get tagged wearing you know little beast stuff it just it just makes my whole day
0: oh so kind of to wrap this up kelly looking forward what is like a goal for you that you have not yet hit because obviously you've had huge amounts of success but where are you looking at for your brand in maybe five ten years
1: whoa that's a great question i struggle with this i struggle with this a lot i mean you know i just pray that you know i think we'll still be kicking you know, five, 10 years from now, I just really need to get a solid staff. I'm struggling right now with warehouse staff. I'll, I messed my shit together locally before I could branch out. I, ha- I had visions of opening a an actual brick and mortar in like the, like a little bit around Dallas area, like Fort Worth area. I know we talked about that in, at NFR with my um, a team there it sounded like such a good idea and i think it would really take off but then this whole COVID thing Mm -hmm. happens. um you know i'd really like to get more into like the manufacturing aspect not i mean i get emails every day about wholesale um you know i'm starting to lean like maybe i do need to do wholesale like a lot of boutiques want to carry my line like maybe that's the next step but (laughs) Then again, like I kinda wanna be selfish and just keep it all to myself.
0: You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like
1: you can only get it here, little bees. But I mean, how cool would that be to have your shit like in other stores? Like I think that would be awesome. But I first gotta get I mean, we're hiring two to three full time people right now. I gotta get ads out. So once I get my stuff back home dialed in, I can kinda go to the next step. But yeah, I think it's either along along the lines of a brick and mortar, like even a pop up somewhere. Um, I'd like to do more shows, you know. I, I don't know about big shows. I mean, we did Vegas the last two years, and it about killed me. I mean, coming from South Florida, all the way it, driving that was like four oh. days there, four days back. I like, just no, cut out. that's just not me. I'm not cut out for that shit. I can't, I can't do it. And I could fly in all my stuff and then fly it in, but then it's just. It's just a lot of work He's like a whole I mean, cargo like plane for be, that it, <laughs> yeah it's just too much I mean it's just I'm just too much and being out there for like 17 days like I was over it whoa
0: man I was out yeah. there for six uh, when I was over yeah
1: it. I <laughs> would like to get involved with more shows you know music festivals that kind of thing mm. um you know I guess just blow the brand up a little bit more I'd even like to bring on a men's line Ooh, and a baby line yeah. like a kid line i mean that's been on the back burner oh, yeah. too but i just haven't had time because you know my core is still out of control as far as staffing issues and things like that
2: mm. well that all sounds so exciting, so exciting. sky's the limit so- Lilby.
1: b <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buzz I buzz so, I mean, there's pollinating there's so much i have so many ideas there's just so much <laughs> I, I just can't do it all by myself
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think you're a great team member fit, maybe we should send you to the DMs. Ooh. Um, (laughs) If you're in what part of Florida are you in?
1: Boca Uh, Boca Raton, uh, South Florida. We're a little bit north of Fort Lauderdale, a little bit south of West Palm Beach. So if you're
0: around that area and you have a great work ethic. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
2: So, Kelly, how can people find you and your business? Can you give us your Instagram, your website, anything else?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're... Instagram is kind of our, our main our main bitch, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not really a Facebook girl. We do have a VIP, uh, private VIP page that you have to request on Facebook. We Ooh. also have a Facebook business page. But I'm just not old school. Like, I, I, I with that, I just not, I don't like Facebook. I mean, I need to probably get better at it. Um, I tried to do the whole TikTok thing. I, I'm just not into it. Uh, can't I can't do it. Same. And then uh, Snapchat, same with that. I'm not into that. Ooh. We do have a little piece of Snapchat, but yeah, Instagram is kind of where I've I'm staying. Like this is where we're at. So That's um,
0: where the hive is. And so. then our
1: website, yeah, our website. We're about to redo our website next month. I think we're, we have a in line to get a whole revamp done, which is much needed. It's so basic. <laughs> We gotta get started. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. I just found this awesome company and we're gonna, we're gonna revamp Little Bee's Bohemian.
2: Woohoo. Ooh. Okay. So Instagram, they can find you at, at Lil, L I L underscore bees underscore Bohemian. So if you're not yeah. following that, make sure you go follow that right now for some yeah. serious fashion inspo. And then your also website. Pinterest.
1: Oh, Pinterest. Ooh, we're, Pinterest. We're kind of on there. Oh, That makes Pinterest sense. Pinterest
0: machine.
2: So
1: check, I like Pinterest.
0: I do too. It's a good one. I mean, you
1: could go down a rabbit hole on Pinterest for oh, like yeah. hours and hours and then your whole day is like halfway gone. Mm,
0: I've never done that before. What's that like? <laughs> I wouldn't get
1: it. <laughs> when you really... did an honey, I created all
0: kinds of boards. <laughs> My imagination's gone wild. Yes, exactly. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for sitting down with us today and talking. This was another um, just chapter of the Bible of how to do things the right way. We wish you all the best, and I know we're going to be seeing you very soon. Very. Yes, can't wait, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you later, Kelly all right you guys thank you so much for listening to another episode of the breaking western podcast you are in season two influencers we'll see you next week with another uh revered guest uh that will be announced very soon over on our instagram at breaking western podcast see y'all